Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Coral reefs are being killed off faster than they can regenerate due to factors such as pollution, overfishing, and the rising ocean temperatures associated with global warming. But there is hope in a developing process for helping coral regrow. First, the bad news. According to Coral Vita, a coral farming and restoration organization based in Freeport, Grand Bahama, more than 30% of the world's reefs have died in the past few decades, and scientists predict 75% of those left will die by 2050. Reefs provide a habitat for fish and wildlife, which promotes a diverse ecosystem and provides a source of food for people. Coral reefs also provide jobs in the fishing industry, plus the recreation and tourism industries, think snorkeling and scuba diving, all while protecting shorelines from erosion and storm damage. The ecosystem of a coral reef can also provide renewable resources for medical research and in the development of such things as painkillers and bone graft methods. The world's coral reefs are in decline, but coral farming may provide a solution. Coral farming is the practice of collecting coral pieces from the ocean, growing them in aquariums, and then returning them to the wild. Coral farms can be established and maintained at a low cost, and controlling growing conditions helps the coral grow more quickly. Some farms are actually installed in the ocean, making them less expensive to run, while land-based farms allow scientists to work under optimal conditions and learn more about how to slow or prevent coral loss and decay. Florida-based Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium is credited with the discovery that coral grows faster when it's cut or broken because of its natural self-healing response to injury. Director Dr. David Vaughn developed the quick-grow technique by accident in 2006 after breaking some coral in a tank, but he didn't start using the technique on a large scale until 2011. The process of fragmenting coral has been used since at least the 1960s, but experts say Moat's project is the most promising attempt to mass-produce reef-building corals for transplant onto dead or dying reefs so far. Depending on the species, the corals are grown on tree-like structures constructed from PVC pipe or frames made from cement and plaster. They look a little bit like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree on a bigger scale. A wet saw is used to cut the coral into one-centimeter-wide cubes, that's a little less than half an inch, a process called microfragmenting. Some corals are microfragmented and put through the growth process again instead of being transplanted. After being transplanted in groups, the coral eventually fuses together. The Moat team experiments with different temperatures and acidity levels in their tanks to cultivate coral better suited to warmer temperatures and rising acidity in the ocean. Once the coral is ready to be transplanted, the team searches for dying coral of the same species. The new coral is left to fade in color for 30 days before being transplanted because the bright colors of new coral may inspire fish to be too aggressive with it. The new coral is then attached to the old coral with epoxy, and the team waits for the new growth to begin. A similar project reported in a 2018 issue of Science Daily was completed in Indonesia from 2013 to 2015 as part of a study from the University of California, Davis, and Mars Symbioscience. Researchers supplemented a coral reef with small hexagonal structures that supported new coral fragments to try to encourage fusing and new growth. This technique increased live coral by about 60% at a cost of about $25 per square meter. That's roughly 11 square feet. Though coral restoration efforts have been successful so far, it's important to remember that lab-grown coral is just a bandage on the real problem. This isn't a cure for the problems caused by global warming, researchers caution, but it's a method of buying time, because there isn't enough time to wait for coral to replenish itself naturally. A cupcake-sized piece of coral would normally take about two years to grow, but with this method, it grows in about four months. 
Wild coral takes 25 to 75 years to reach sexual maturity. The exact rate of reproduction depends on the coral species, but the lab method reduces that time frame to just three years. Dr. Vaughn told PBS in 2015 that a coral structure the size of a car could be anywhere from 500 to 1,000 years old. According to David Gross, a coral biologist, Vaughn's goal is to plant one million corals before he retires. Today's episode was written by Sharice Threewitt and produced by Tyler Klang for iHeartMedia and How Stuff Works. To learn more about this and lots of other developing topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Listener.